0: Hi, I'm Jim, and I'm David, and And this is the Practical Guitarist (laughs) Podcast, the podcast for people who eat, sleep, and breathe guitar.
1: Hey, I'm Jim, and I'm David, and this is the Practical Guitarist Podcast, and we are
0: The Practical Guitarists? I think so. (laughs) Um, Jim, (laughs) goddammit. Goddammit. I really, really wish people would stop calling their Squire guitars Fenders. Oh,
1: blow it out your ass. Talk about a first world problem. Are you shitting me? Seriously. Does Ibanez call um, their G10s Ibanez? Yes. Does um the music man call or have the music man name on the Sterlings? Yes. Does Paul Reed Smith have his name on the SEs? Yes. Not his name, just his initials. Uh not anymore. No. Oh, look that's at right. The that's 2017. Right. They did, right. Yep, they did they change it. So I think the only one not doing that is Gibson. Gibson? Epiphone.
0: Gibson. I think we should call him Gibson from now on. Gibson. As long as Jenry Jeskowitz is in charge over there, it's Gibson.
1: Gibson. You know, <laughs> so Gibson's been in the news so much lately, it's just, it's hard not to talk about it. And I don't want to go down a big rabbit hole like other people have talked about, but I want to say something. Because, so, you brought up a good point today. You, What was it, Glassdoor? Yeah. Um, so there's a bunch of Glassdoor reviews. And for people that don't know what Glassdoor is, because I didn't either before today. Um, I pro- I think I knew about it. I just didn't know that was what it was called. Um, that's where the employees rank uh, going to work there. It's like Yelp for yeah. employment,
0: right? Basic, basically, and and a lot of the reviews you'll find on Glassdoor are either from people that are currently working there or who just exited. So you got to be kind of careful. Like I know, like my wife's employer. When you go out there and you look at their reviews, sometimes they're they're pretty like, "This company sucks." I only worked there for X amount of time, and I was never like included and all this shit. It, it, you're going to see stuff like that. Yeah. But in a bigger company like Gibson, you're going to also see some people that are still working there. Right. That are trying to remain anonymous, and you know. Yeah.
1: And so we we saw some. I I read like fifteen or twenty. Uh, yeah,
0: there's a lot of reviews, reviews on that
1: company. I mean, there's a lot. Obviously, there's a lot of people that work there, and. And, and thousands of people who have worked there, in the, you know, in the past. So um, one of the things that, that's going on right now is a whole bunch of employees bitching and bitching and bitching and moaning and crying about um, their CEO. But here's the thing they're not doing. Fender did.
0: And that is, David? Fender actually became owned by its employees. Absolutely.
1: So why not rise up? You know, the Planet of the Apes, um, Civil War. <laughs> what's this Marvel Comic, right? Um rise up and, and take it over. I mean, just you know, I, I understand that the chairman and CEO is uh what is it, hey, Henry
0: Jeskowitz. Jer- Jerzy- Jerzy- yes, 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 Jeskowitz. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh he's he's Polish by way of Argentina.
1: Argentina, yeah. So Which is not which is not unheard of, or uncommon. So, um, all right. So if if the employees are or have a better way of doing things, then the employees should make a run at the company. And honestly, I mean, what we what we have right now is Gibson is trying so hard, and and I want to go to a. some points that they had that were actually kind of right this week, but they've they've done something so hard that they're like, oh well, we're um uh, you know, we're innovating, and people just don't want innovations, and so on and so forth. What they forget is, and we've said this before, people just want quality,
0: right? Right, and uh, you know, you see these people in these forums throwing them under the bus, quality wise, and yeah, and you know, some of it's true. Um,
1: if it wasn't true, it wouldn't exist.
0: Yeah, I mean, you would see you would see far fewer instances of it. Basically, I mean, I don't think you'd see people. I, I in general, I don't think people are malicious enough to go on these smear campaigns against companies and say no. your product is crap. I mean, this is not the cell phone industry. I don't right. think we have fanboys as much in in the guitar and music side of things. <laughs> I'm 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 obviously smiling behind <laughs> my pop filter <laughs> here and laughing very hard but stop calling my squire a Fender. Call yeah, I know. I know. I know. No. <laughs> that's not a real Fender. Uh, by the way, I want to cl- make it very clear right now that I don't give a shit what you call it. Just don't call I it like really dinner. <laughs> I'm going to look at the picture, and I'm going to determine what that guitar is. That's absolutely right.
1: I'm I'm tired of people calling um, Ibanez a Strat. Oh, that's a Strat. That's a Super Strat. That's not a Stratocaster. God dang it. Well, a Super Strat, like, I could get, because that refers to, like, whole... That's right. The whole um, high-power or high-output yeah. body contoured thing. But it's um, still based on what, Fender?
0: Better Stratocaster. Stratocaster, absolutely. A Stratocaster, not a Stratocaster. As in a S-T-R-A-D. This hey. Is an S T R A D. it's not a Stradivarius violin. Don't
1: tell me. <laughs> Actually, I think that's what it came from, right? That's where the name came from, Stradivarius.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like a play on the Stratic, a Stradivarius, Stratosphere, uh, and a a Stratosphere, yep. and yeah, because he was all into the like the whole like space age. Design aesthetic and stuff. That's right. So, and he did a good job. But the
1: point um, is, so, so let's talk more about Gibson. So, Gibson has done a lot of things. They've done some things, they've done some stuff, done you know, some stuff and some things. Thing is that, or the stuff is, however you want to look at it, that right now, nobody gives a flying rat's ass. I think we've said this before about auto tuners. Nobody gives a shit about, you know, about all this other stuff. Nobody wants another dip switch behind the damn um, plate that they're not going to get to anyway. Oh, it's nice to have, but you know, most people aren't going to get to it.
0: You people can't just for the fly, I don't want it.
1: <laughs> they don't want glue where it doesn't belong. They don't want frets that are um, uh, uneven. They don't want um, They don't want plastic nibs on the fret ends. Bingo. They just want a quality piece of equipment. That's what so- they're spending their money on. It's the reason that people are still coming back to you, Gibson they've got that faith, that little bit of hope that hey, the next one is going to be better, and i got to be honest with you I have played i play you know I don't play like as many Gibsons as as somebody like um uh Greg Cock, who plays you know four or five hundred a month, but I'm playing you know I'll sit down and I'll play eight or ten um in a week, going down to Guitar Center, I'll play every one of them they've got. And uh, I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I'm playing the same exact ones over and over. But, yeah. I, and I will say this, that I've yet to run into one where I thought, you know what? The quality on this does not equal the value of the guitar. I
0: yeah. haven't had that yet. Uh, well, I, you know, and, and, and I'll, I'll say this much. I think a lot of people's quality concerns with Gibson are really more about the fact that they're not set up properly. Yep. And for example, Gibson has been kind of called out for making the nuts and cutting them poorly. Yep. And, but they're almost always cut too high. So you can always take off to get the action where you want it and get the adjustments where you need them. Um, it's only when the nut is mounted improperly that you're going to have problems. I've also seen stuff where people talk about, changing neck angle as being a um a quality control issue the changing neck angle is not a quality control issue that is Gibson changing the design yes and they have done it consistently and there's no real word as to why uh, personally i think the reason they're doing it is twofold for economics it's going to make yeah. it cheaper and ergonomics because it actually does make it a little bit more comfortable the problem is the trade off in ergonomics means that the guitar doesn't exactly sound the same because you can't lower that the uh, the tailpiece right. down to the body right
1: and that that is a you know that's a tone thing that's everybody anybody thats um uh, any anybody that's anybody will tell you that that does change the way you can set it up the way
0: you want it. the um the the thing is I want to distinguish between design change and manufacturing flaw right
1: now if if you're looking and and everybody has a, this is the thing though everybody has a different expectation of of a guitar a sure. Gibson if if you said to me i'm i'm going to spend $2500 on a Gibson okay you're in the Gibson standard range most of the time you can get pick up a Gibson standard for
0: $2500 new so that, you're talking about an LP right Les Paul.
1: Yes. Yeah. All right, so uh, a Gibson um, Les Paul standard, 2,500 new, 25 to 29, that's, that's going to be right in your range. Okay, if I'm spending almost you know, $3,000 or am spending $3,000 $3, on a guitar, I do have an expectation that the glue's going to be right, that's going to be set correctly, but there's a, there's a few things to think about. Because everybody, there's, a, there's always that fight Oh, Fender and Gibson. Well, first of all, Fender doesn't set a neck; they they screw and they bolt a neck on. Mm-hmm. It is a different piece of engineering, different piece of work. Dovetailing and and gluing a neck in. Anybody can tell you because every every time I hear um, these uh, uh, these new boutique guitar manufacturers jump up, scream about prices, the Gibsons. There's something they that they don't do set a neck
0: one of the things yes and that's a huge deal because one of the things that in my mind sets apart a guitar like a fender from anything set neck is not just the construction method but it's the fact that you're hand fitting that neck right in a set neck design that neck has to be very tight to the body i mean i've seen pictures of luthiers who have set a neck and they haven't glued it yet and they're holding that guitar up by the neck and shaking it around that's right just to show how tight that neck tenon actually is.
1: That's right. The, so, the glue is just there to make sure it doesn't, you know, eventually fall. That there is a completely different thing from bolt-ons. And I've seen squires where, and I've seen fenders, um, because stop calling my fender a squire. I, I've seen um, seen them where it there, there's a gap. Where the Yeah, bolt- I... Is there, I have actually slipped
0: gaps. a credit card in yeah. between that gap on some guitars. Yep. Now, I'm a I'm a Fender guy for the most part. I've only started playing Gibsons as of late, mm-hmm. and I will tell you, um, I don't really buy into the whole mythology that more wood contact in that net pocket by the the sides of it really makes that huge an impact on the guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that the guitars that do have a tighter neck joint resonate a little bit differently, but in general. I don't think that may necessarily be because of that neck pocket. I think it just may be something about the, the you know the ones I played. Um I will say this though. The bolts have to be done correctly. Yes. Um I'm a big I'm a big believer in the four bolt neck although I've played some of the older G&Ls of the three bolt three design. Yep. the re, revised three bolt design that they used and they're not bad. Um I, I those are definitely passable. Um but I've seen some of the older like 70s fenders too at uh Chicago Music Exchange that do not play that well with a three bolt neck. Yeah,
1: they don't um, play well so. well with others. Now I can say this, you know, um, the other the the downside of it is that if you take a you take a um Telecaster and you drop it, even if if the headstock breaks, if the neck breaks, there's still a good chance that you can fix the guitar. Yeah, repair I mean, the guitar.
0: It's a, it's a repair thing. Um I think people have gotten good enough at it now that that's not really a catastrophic failure anymore. Uh, it sure is for your price tag though. Yeah. Oh yeah. And depending on the year
1: um and the you know and the in the series and everything, but
0: let's my, let's put put it this way. Nobody's putting a, a a Gibson neck between two chairs and standing on it.
1: Correct. correct. <laughs> I don't think that, that there's too many people going to do that. But here's the thing that that I think that you know, I, I don't work for Gibson. I don't know what the financial hardships those are. But if if the employees of Fender could rise up and do it, I think the Gibson could probably do it. Of course, there will be a bankruptcy first. That will happen. Yeah. You know? And and there is I don't think that there's any way out of it. I think that they're they're already too far down the pipe and, and it's going to happen. How they're going to save the company, I don't know, but I agree with you. I think that what the um, what the employees should do is stand up and go, "Okay, we're going to take over the acoustics, the semi hollows, and the and the solid bodies. Kramer can go over here. Those are the bolt neck things. Kramer can go over there, you know, so on and so forth. Epiphone can continue as an overseas brand, right? You know, I don't think that." Fender had the overseas brand in 1980. It was 85 when the employees
0: took over. I Adria think 85. they had started the Japanese production thing, but it's certainly was was not to the level no. that Squire is now. I mean, it was much reduced. Right. Um, and again, they were, in 1985, part of the reason why CBS is getting their ass handed to them is because Fender was competing with their vintage stuff. Yeah. Um, people have to understand that the guitar industry is is strange in the sense that, we compete with products that existed 30 years ago right. that are still being bought and sold on a used market. Absolutely. Whereas, you know, they're like doing a lot of that right now. Right.
1: Um, and that's not like a refrigerator. So if you take, if you flood a market, we've talked about this before. You talk, we talked about that, you know, guitar sales being down thing. And one of the things is, is it because used sales are up? Is yeah. It, is it because the the actual, Guitar sales are not down. It's just new guitar sales are down because there's so many good instruments out there and people that don't have faith in the new stuff.
0: Or people are buying pedals rather than guitars, and that's another huge thing. Because at least even in my time playing, which is you know almost 20 years now, um, since the time I started, there has been a definite shift from got to have the killer amplifier and the killer guitar to I can get away with it kind of halfway good guitar and a halfway good amp if I have great pedals.
1: Distortion has Uh, killed the decent, killing the decent guitar, but that's my, that's my take. And I'm not talking about distortion like classic rock distortion. I'm talking about distortion pedals, overdrives and and fuzz pedals. Um, But that's, that's a conversation for another day. The, the, um, the thing is, you're right on a level. Um, the It's a whole lot cheaper to own 10pedals yeah. in the 100 to two hundred dollar range than it is to own 10 guitars in the 500 to a thousand dollar or three thousand.
0: Sure. sure.
1: And the amplifier I could tell you that the amplifier companies, which is why I'm surprised I'm not surprised Wampler isn't pushing his amps more. Amplifier companies are like, you know what? That, why do you think there's so many modelers out there?
0: Yeah, I know. Because
1: honestly, people just want pedals. They want, they want,
0: they want modularity in tone. They, right. They want modularity. If they, if their amp doesn't give it to them or their guitar doesn't give it to them, they want to be able to throw a, a box on the floor for 100 bucks or 75 bucks or 200 bucks that that takes care of that. It doesn't right. cost. You know, back in the back in the 70s. If you wanted to go from you know Jimmy Page to Jimi Hendrix, you had to have a whole other rig That's to right. get there. That's absolutely Whereas right. Whereas now it's just four And pedals I can tell you, I can tell you, even in the early
1: two thousands, you know, I, it was not unheard of for me to bring a semi hollow, a, a a Stratocaster, and a Les Paul to a gig.
0: Yeah, yeah. And now it's but now a can, very and now it's a very ax, You know. I can hold my, my Les Paul all night
1: long and and play through various pedals,
0: you know, or, mm-hmm. or um,
1: you know. Well, I uh, uh, here's the thing. one here's amp, the... there was a time when you had a couple of amps. Yeah, Even if yeah. it was just to give you a stereo sound or different sounds, it was there. Now, most people only own one.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm guilty of that right now, um, but I do own a big preamp thing. Yeah. I, what I was going to say was that um, now I'm having a moment, and I feel like I'm a senior citizen because <laughs> I cannot recall, I cannot recall what I was supposed to say here. I feel like I'm in front of the uh, Senate Committee, on, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr.
1: Mr. Hill. Uh, we'd like to ask you a question about guitars. Yes, if you could answer it, something I, about I, having an amp or a pedal,
0: um, or pedals. Multiple amps. I think, I think if you if you just look at the situation, you say, okay, so ninety five percent of the guitar market is probably non professional people, and it may be that number may be different. But if you look at it and you say, okay, so these people are are they've got a certain budget per month of gear money, and they're sitting there in their room and they're saying, well, how can I make this gear money work for me the best? What's going to give you the most options? are you going to buy a new guitar? Or are you going to buy three pedals? And that's, that's basically where it is. Um, I'm actually, it's so funny cause I, I tend to go on the exact opposite ends of these trends. Like everybody's getting into pedals and I tried and I'm like, now nah, I, you know, it's all about guitars and amps for me. So I figure when everybody else is going back to guitars and amps, like I'm going to be going back to pedals. Well,
1: you know, <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, I- again, um, pedals are a big, a big thing. But we're, we're we're going down a road here. Um, what we want to get is, I, I want to say something that that the CEO of Gibson said recently that I actually agree with. He was talking about retailers. And I'm going to talk okay. about retailers in general, not retailers in specifics. Although I'll go into some specifics. I'll be mostly generalized. <clears throat> what he was saying is, when, when you walk into a store, a guitar store, and it's always been like that, by the way. We need to make a change. He was talking about how Apple has all their expensive stuff right there so you can touch it, feel it, play it, yeah. and use it. Yeah. Here's the tenth, Here's the expensive guitars. Here's the cheapo guitars. They're the ones that are right in
0: front of yeah. you. Yeah. You guys can't see this. Jim is motioning up. Yeah, up in the air. Sorry. And down. Up
1: the in the air. That's where the expensive ones. You're right.
0: Uh, <laughs> the pit of hell for the, for the cheapo. And
1: down here where you can literally trip over them. You know, your four-year-old can pick one up. Um, so I I have an I have an agreement and a disagreement with him. If he was the one that had to insure his own guitars against an eight-year-old picking one up and smashing it, it would be one thing. What I think that needs to happen with So guitar store, you go inside a guitar store, I don't care which one it is, especially if it's a small mom and pop. But as they grow, there's no excuse for this. It used to be a guitar center, you could go to a room, you could play. And one of my favorite Guitar Shops, Parkway Music in um, Colony Center in upstate New York, just above um, Albany, uh, south of Saratoga. <clears throat> I'm going to give a shout-out to Parkway because, um, at least last time I was there, they have rooms. You go in, you can still play in a room. They have, you can take in a nap, but there's an nap in there. You take in a guitar, if there's guitars in there. You can go in, and you can play. You don't have to worry about embarrassing yourself on a guitar floor. You just want to hear you yourself play. You can crank it. You can turn it down. You can do whatever. You can play.
0: Yeah, but I go to CME, and I turn that shit up so they can hear me outside the room. I don't want... I I, I want them it. to. <laughs> I,
1: I get it. But the thing is that if I'm trying to test that thing, I want to be able to test it, and I don't want to hear Jimmy behind I, I, me, I know, I know. who's playing... I, I went in today to pick up... Um, uh, I've been picking up a lot of stupid deal of the day stuff from singer yeah. I went in today. Here's a guy playing. He's playing the same riff over and over. Then he plays. like, Do you know any more riffs than two? And even if you do, I don't want to hear them. Take them into the room. But there's no rooms. Yeah, I know. There's no more of these rooms. It's like, okay, we're gonna make. We we want a big open concept. That's great, big open concept. But now, you've got just okay. But you've got twelve of the same freaking
0: guitars hanging here. It's not even that, man. Like, here's my problem, and this is what the Gibson CEO should have said. He should have said, the problem is not that we're that retailers are not stocking Gibsons. The problem is that retailers are stocking too many damn Epiphones. And that's his own fault. And he should have admitted it and said, we make too many high-end Gibsons. Right.
1: And, and that's the other side of it is nobody's going to put anything over two grand down where the kids are going to be able to reach it. Right. I was actually, you know, <clears throat> again, you get to amps and you get to, what is it that I'm going to stock in my shelves? What is it that I'm going to put on my floors? What am I going to show people? I'm certainly not going to bring in that, your, new, your... that new uh, um, godforsaken Star Trek logo flying V that they put out last week.
0: Oh, holy yeah. crap. The modern V? Oh, my God.
1: That, there's nothing modern about it. All right, Captain Kirk, <laughs> listen. Nobody wanted your logo on their guitar, except there maybe Leonard something Neymar. on the guitar. Spock, help me with my guitar, Spock. I mean, there's, there's nothing about Here's the thing. I actually loved the look. I was like, "Man, haven't seen a V I liked in a long time." And I, oh, it's forty six hundred dollars. Fuck that!
0: Oh my god, it's I, what? I That was what was flabbergasting to me. I'm like, it's not even custom shop. That was like
1: last year when they introduced those guitars. You know, oh. remember the the the, um, the
0: the PRS knockoff?
1: Yeah, the PRS knockoff looking ones, which you've seen none. I have never yeah. seen one. You know why? They're custom shop Nobody only. Nobody wants to spend
0: a ton of money on a guitar they've never seen, never heard. It- I'm gonna I'm gonna lay out a strategy right now for Gibson to fix itself. Fire Henry Jeskowitz. No, I don't care that's if you step fire one. Him. First of all, tell him to just do his job. He's a CEO. Go oh. out and get more money, Henry. But the thing but at the, this point is there's but, no investor confidence. They have to can his ass. Let let Marketing,
1: and let um, your 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 uh, artist relations people do their job. A person, a a guy like Greg Koch, could tell you how to build the the perfect Les Paul. Well, that's what I'm saying. Even though his number one guitar, all day long, he'll say, "What's his What's his uh, uh, What do you call it? Island guitar? His desert island guitar? It's a It's a Telecaster. That's right. But he said, "But I played." A million Les Pauls and a million Stratocasters. I love too. So he's the kind of guy you need to go. Hey, you know what? I know you're not one of our artists, but you know what a good Les Paul is. Tell us how we can make another one. You play a thousand of them a month when you go to Wildwood,
0: and you go, "Hey, here I am, fellas." Why are all the good ones at Wildwood? Can we ask about that for a minute? Because okay, Wildwood so Wildwood calls up, up and they spec they spec guitars through Gibson. Absolutely, right? absolutely. So why isn't Gibson looking at that and going, if those guitars are so fucking desirable, why don't we do that? You know what? Because
1: here's what happens. The Wildwood calls Gibson because I want these specs. Gibson goes and says, hand picks. This is Wildwood, and this one's Wildwood, and this one's Wildwood, and this one's, Wildwood, yeah. and this one's yeah. Wildwood. This piece of wood right here with this glue that's coming, and this one that's drying, this one's Wildwood. But Wildwood's name on this serial number, this serial number, this serial number, because all these woods are. Were... And then Guitar Center calls them up, and they go, Ugh. "We don't need those." All right, we'll we give don't you need guys the, the leftovers. Yeah. No, because they're going to go. Yeah, we'll give the good ones to Wildwood, and we'll give these to Guitar Center, because that's the Walmart, right? Because that is the. Okay, there's two sides to the to the argument that Guitar Center is the is the Walmart of guitars right now. One is Guitar Center's. Way of doing it. and two, It's big, uh, big And two, it's perception. But our perception is a reality because that's what we see. If, I got to be honest with you, I go into my local guitar center here in Virginia Beach, and I have a working relationship with those guys, and I, I can say, hey guys, if you see one of these come in, call me, and they will. And I have, you know, even if I don't buy it, I go play it. And and the thing is that because I know them by first name, they all know me. I, I can, but that is that is a relationship I put into it, because I didn't treat them like they were like they were dicks or douchebags. Now, if a guy comes up to me and says, "Oh, you don't want that; you want this," I don't have to be mean to him. I can just say, "Listen, I'm I'm here by guitar, and I, I and I do know what I want." Don't try to tell me what I want. You can recommend what I might like. Don't tell me what I want. You know. And the and the thing is that um if you come across a big box and that's where where um what's his name is right? Here's all these expensive guitars. I've got my arms in the air again. And here's the cheaper ones down here. I am acting like a big box. But mm-hmm. it's hard to be – if you walk into to Wildwood or you walk into – what's the one um, that uh, C- C- Bonamassa C- goes like to? Yeah, CME.
0: Yeah, um, they're like that, too. They, they All the expensive stuff. But the only difference with CME is they want you to ask somebody to get it down. That's it. Right. They will right. allow anybody of any age with any amount of money to play anything they have. Right.
1: And, and I went to a place in uh, – uh, not churchland church Falls, church um virginia like that where um that's where i got my rickenbacker and the they were really really nice really but the rickenbacker sat here and you said could i please look at them they don't want 12 of them sitting out there.
0: well you know part of the problem is especially in where i'm at because we have a, a variety of climates they don't want anybody with jackets picking a guitar up and sitting down with it. Exactly, because you scratch the crap. Scratch out it. Of it. Yep. And, and they, they don't do want anybody with to, belt buckles. Right. They do ask belts. you
1: to remove your belt buckle if you've got one, or can you can you take off your jacket if you've got a zipper on your a hoodie? You know, can you take your hoodie off, please, and stuff like that? I mean, you yeah. can't blame them for that. You know, it, it, they need guitar bibs, but. <laughs> <clears throat>
0: you know i have a market for something yeah <laughs> anybody who wants to make guitar bibs go for it we'll give you the idea there you go we we just we'll sell it to you real
1: cheap so the the point that that i'm trying to make here is that he had some good some good points some good marketing points but there is no perfect way when you have a limited amount of space and a certain amount of of stuff that you have agreed with your your um, uh, distributors that you're going to display. And Fender's going to walk in. I've noticed this when it comes to Fender. Gibson's guitars are behind the desk. Fender's guitars are out here. Yeah. And Paul Reed Smith's guitars are out here. So, in other words, as you move away from the desk, you move down towards Ibanez and Gratch and everything else.
0: That that yeah, I mean, you get to the other brands, and they're more readily available to grab yep. because they are they aren't seen as investor level investor quality instruments. Yep, um, I I agree with a lot of the points you make, but I where I disagree is I think that uh, Henry Jeskowitz, I think even though he may have made valid points in his speech. Yep, it, he's so far beyond this this point of of saving anything that he's got going with that company because he has led them through a ten year decline, a massive ten year decline. I don't think anybody will be sitting here saying that the quality of instruments coming out of that factory in nineteen ninety five is any any way uh, you know compared to what we have now. Is any way less? Lesser, like they they right. they were worse instruments today than there were back then. Right. And the other thing is, a lot of the innovations that he's been, quote unquote, innovations that he's been putting into these guitars and and getting people to to buy into in his company, they're not innovations. No, no. because in order for an innovation to be an innovation, it has to be wanted. Yes. And these are these are changes, you, but they're not innovations.
1: You you. uh specifically named the Explorer,
0: what was it, the X? The Firebird X. Firebird X. The Firebrand or whatever it was. You know what I'm talking about. Yep. The original robot guitar that they came uh, out with. They, and I remember uh, reading interviews with Henry Jeskowitz where he's like, he's like, no, he's like, this is my favorite guitar that Gibson has ever produced and all this stuff. Oh like, he's not God. trustworthy. What a
1: piece of garbage. They, they forgot that, hey, electronic, electronic and digital interfaces fail, And you still need to be able to tune an effing guitar.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: It's just a, what a mess.
0: Well, it was a massive leap forward in guitar design, which is exactly the reason that even the robot tuners today can be tuned manually. Yep. Because they screwed up and they realized it. But he wasn't saying that, wasn't saying that in the press. Now, granted, he's a CEO. I don't expect him to be truthful about it. But at the same time, it hurts his credibility when he goes into. You know, an article like this, where he's trying to save his company, he's trying to save his seat in the company, and and he's got this track record. Of, and he's yeah, um, I
1: know. that's a suck. Right, and the, and that's the thing: the fact that he's blaming the uh music stores or guitar stores for the decline of Gibson is just plain ridiculous. He's got valid points, but right. they don't. Even if every one of those points is valid, he's got it fucked up. He made one point, he goes, he said, we've allowed the resellers to be our conduit to the customer. We don't do direct sales. They don't. Yet, well, for the most part, there are people who can buy directly from Les Paul, but But there are few and far between.
0: Direct sales is not going to fix that company. No, but here's the thing. So
1: I remember being very excited about, Vendor goes, hey, we're going to do this direct sales thing, and you're going to be able to make your own custom shop Fender.
0: Yeah, and then they charged more for it because they didn't want to piss off their distributors.
1: Yeah, well, there was that, but there was also, and and I didn't mind the fact that they had, okay, here's a limited number of necks, and here's a limited number of bodies, here's a limited number of pickups. Yeah,
0: now, and that that's was fine. crappy too, but yeah, I, I, I...
1: That's fine. Right. I mean, you're going to have a limit no matter how high or low you set it. There's still going to be a limit. Sure. So... Let's say there's only 256 Stratocasts you can build from. That's no problem. The only problem I had was their site was clunky from day one. It didn't work. It was, it was there was functionality problems. And when I went to um, a shop, because they said you can go into our shops, you can go to our resellers, and you can do this. I go to the reseller, reseller's like, what? Yeah. They did yeah. what? So, yeah. and that was years ago.
0: Yeah, I don't even know if that's still a thing. Um and it's pot it's quite possible it still is. And that was born out of the fact that if you go to the if you visit the Fender custom shop and put it in order at the door there. I, I my understanding is they have a bunch of different necks and a bunch of different bodies yep. and you can kind of like mix and match and kind of customize what you want and then have them build it for you.
1: Yeah, and the and uh. the mid-range guitar was the was the same idea. It was a, it was the ab- ability yeah. for you to customize
0: a mid-range guitar. Which makes sense, so they can get by with this more than Gibson can. All right, so let, let's talk uh, about. Let's no, okay, no, let me, no, you can. don't know what I'm saying yet. You don't know what I'm saying yet. Trust me. All right. Okay. So when, when Gibson and Fender can get by with this a little bit more, they, they can they can do things differently because get, the the Gibson design is essentially a set neck. You can't yes. change that neck. Right. The Fender design is modular, which means that they can have fifty or sixty different models. That's right. Because they can have all these different parts. And a lot of what they're doing, including that 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 monstrous modern series or whatever the hell they're calling it, oh. where you could get like a Jaguar with a telecaster pick guard on it or some shit. Oh, I, like, that's all it is. It's just literally throwing parts <laughs> up in the air and then letting them all fall on each other and saying that's a guitar. Yep. So the reason why I bring this up is because Gibson can't do this. Okay? Which is why Gibson's model is different. But they still have damn near the same number of fucking models. But- that's which right. Is what just boggles, that my, boggles mind. my mind. It Th- boggles my mind. It boggles my mind. This is why you pay three thousand dollars for Les Paul because you want that 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 classic Les Paul that everybody else wants. Well, guess what? You're paying for the jackass who wants the you know crazy modern V at yep. four thousand dollars. Well, you know, it, it, there's
1: that. There's also this. If if Gibson wanted to do that, all they got to do is say, okay, you know what? We've got unfinished guitars, right? they could do this they say you know what we got we got 15 unfinished guitars and they're and they're um uh uh they've got traditional necks 50s necks and we've got you know 25 um uh c C-sh- c-shaped um uh 60s necks the thinner thin profile necks and we've got you know this many there th-. they could do that because and then say What's finish you want on it? What's pickups you want in it? Do you want um, coil splits or no? Do you want the robo-tuners or no? Do you
0: yeah. Want- and then I mean, charge me $2,600. I feel like if they did that, I would be willing to pay the $2,600. That's would. the thing. They're not doing that. And no. and okay, so now their idea, okay, we got to get we got to get some cheaper guitars. So here's what they're going to do, and here's what they've done in the past. They're going to make a four hundred dollar American made guitar that is a piece of shit. Right, it is a piece of shit, and it's only going to be available through Amazon.com. Stupid, it's illegal. fucking unbelievable. Now, I'm sorry, but if you buy a guitar that is cut out with the silhouette of a Les Paul, that doesn't make it a Les Paul. Okay. They have had other guitars with the silhouette of a Les Paul. Let's talk about the Gibson Marauder. Let's talk about uh, any of the Les Paul Juniors, which technically aren't Les Pauls because they're flat tops. I When I buy a Gibson, when I walk into the store and I say, I want to look at Gibson, I'm not looking at flat top faded guitars. I am looking for either a carved top if it's a Les Paul. That's right. Or binding, I actually, and binding on both. on both. That's and right. if it's an SG, it better be fucking bound. I don't want a damn other thing. Like, I know there's people that are fans of the SG Juniors and the LP Juniors, and that's fine! Those guitars are fine, too. But the reality is, the average buyer, unless they're really into Joan Jett or something, right, is going into that store they're and they're looking it. for that bound but, neck and that carved top. But Joan Jett had a Melody
1: Maker, which is not exactly a lesbian. Um, a um, no, right, junior, right, not right, exactly, right. and there are some differences, and there's and those are those are things to talk about later. But the the fact of the matter is, if they if they just jacked the price, all they said to you was, you know, it's a couple hundred dollars extra for you to to do it. But here's these blanks, because what they do, if you watch, okay, they they make the they bake the bodies, they make the necks, and then they glue them together. You yeah. can still say. I want a 60s neck, I want that, I want a Honey Burst body, I want this because then they put them together. And I yeah. want um, Burst Bucker Pros, and I want
0: um, no coil taps. And you want to spend $3,500. <laughs> but I got what I wanted! Fender's doing yeah, it! I know. Fender's I know.
1: doing fucking bolt-ons at that price with that. Yeah.
0: Come oh, on. I know. Well, that's what they're, gets they're me. They're putting
1: together. So, oh, here's a neck. Every, yep. Every. I I'll reach into my, my 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 roll of baseball bats, just like I'm I'm going out to fucking hit the third pitch of the <laughs> of the ninth inning. All
0: right. So I'm just going to reach in. Oh, there it is. Clank, for clank, every clank, clank for, out for the every next. fucking person that says that Gibson is too expensive, I can find ten Fender copies or at least ten bolt-on guitars with a similar to a Stratocaster or a Telecaster body. Yep. From some company yep. that's three grand, exactly for everybody that bitches about a Les Paul being three grand. Music I, I, honestly, man John Pertucci. I don't even have to work that hard at it. Just like get it. okay, oh. so no, you you did it once already, but I, I mean, <laughs> like okay, so I want to sir, music man Bongo, sir, anything,
1: <laughs> anything, Tom <sir> Anderson, <laughs> Tom Anderson, anything, anything, from Tom he makes. Anderson,
0: three grand. Yep. now three, granted, that's a sir, minimum. That's this. That's this bottom of the barrel. That's this garbage. And if you want to compare, okay. So here and here's the last piece. If you want to compare, like let's say, all right. Oh, but the Eric Johnson strip's only two thousand dollars. that's not oh, the by, Eric Johnson that's not comparison. <laughs> Go get a custom shop fender. Exactly. Because that's the comparison. Exactly. Not, not master build, but just right. a regular custom shop. Just regular, not even a master build. Because a master build, that's even going to be more. No, well, no, but I'm saying the master built is more comparable to Gibson Custom Shop. Yes, and I'll be honest with you, I've played. Okay, so I played, I played a lot of Custom Shop instruments. Yeah, I've played freaking both Fenders and Gibson Custom Shop. And to be and honest, I just with played you, a Custom Shop Gibson. Not history, that oh much God. different. Other than other than the the accoutrements and the way that they look, they're not that much different from a used, production. used,
1: um, Gibson Les Paul Custom custom shop at the guitar center yesterday came in it was gorgeous not a scratch on it yeah i didn't even get a chance to go look at what i could possibly sell it was gone it it came in and it went out so so, a guy called while i was standing there
0: here's the case in point um, Chicago Music Exchange had some custom shop SGs made for them, right? Yep. And I was in there the last time and I was actually looking at the brothers, which I ended up buying. Yep. And I just grabbed an SG off the shelf and I was playing it and I was like, oh yeah, this feels like the one I got home. Mm-hmm. And then I grabbed another one and I was like, Oh, this one feels like the one I got home. Yep. And I was like a little bit a little bit more like the one I got home. And I go through and I you know, I demo the pedal and whatever, and I put it up and I just looked at the price tag just to see what it cost and what it was. Yep. And that was the custom shop one. Yeah. The one that played more like what I had at home, which is not a custom shop guitar. Yeah, but you know what? It's a custom shop instrument.
1: The the thing about a guitar that people forget is as you play it, it will wear. It's oh, wood. And, they're
0: all, and they're all unique, too. That's right. the thing. Like yeah, every guitar has its own DNA. It exactly. does, literally. I mean, it's a living thing. Exactly. It, like, it, it, comes, it comes from a one. living thing. I could tell and you. And even that- this on Gibson's is living because it's nitro. Yeah.
1: Uh, and you know the beauty of that that um, that Phil Collin that I got is oh that bare wood
0: oh yeah, yeah. it yeah.
1: smells so good it feels so good it's so it, it literally head. it it's just like holding it, it, it's just incredible it it really is an incredible guitar I got if you get a chance to play a nineties mid nineties Phil Collin PC three I, I totally recommend it. And you I know, can I can bet that the Phil Collins, the high end Phil Collins well,
0: Is it tongue oiled? Yeah, you can tell. Then you should lick it.
1: I was tugging it the other day. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> that is so gross. I didn't say On that. that note, I, didn't say I think that. we should be ending. <laughs> no, I think I think though, you know, let's say let's say this though. So Gibson has has continually introduced things nobody wanted. And continued to forget that the one thing everybody has asked for, the one thing, and we've said this before, quality. Just give us the quality. That's
0: all we ask. We will be qualitative in our analysis once exactly. you give us the quality.
1: Quality. If you could give us a a bunch, it, you can't expect perfection. But when you hand a guitar off, we, we, we talked about that earlier in the year or later last year. You had a guitar off to have a picture taken, don't have a ding in it.
0: Yeah, you yeah. know. I think that was almost like a big fuck you to management. Uh-huh. I think whoever was doing that was doing it on purpose. Yeah,
1: it was like the guy that drew the dick in the in the Little Mermaid. Um, if, castle. if you
0: don't, if you guys don't know, Henry just go to Glassdoor, read the reviews. I was going to read a couple on the episode, but I couldn't find ones that I really felt like really demonstrated what I wanted to say. But read the reviews. You will see things talking about the CEO getting involved at the lowest levels of the company. He's a micromanaging mastermind. And because of that, that's why you get these upheavals where people would do things like put a dinged-up guitar on the website just to piss him off. Because, well, he doesn't know who's responsible for this, you know? And it's a way for them to get back at him for him doing something to them, like telling him, you can't take vacation for a year. Like, I, I
1: all I know is um, that there is a there is a disconnect between management employees. There and always is. Every company is like that. It's no, not that's every not a company. You know, well, yeah, I mean, they, they the don't bigger have the a company is, obviously, the bigger a company is. Let's face it. If the CEO is pulling down five million a year or ten million a year, and yeah, you're pulling down.
0: A driving a jalopy, there there's definitely a disconnect right
1: there. and and the next person down is only bringing down five hundred thousand the next person down is bringing over one hundred thousand and by the time you get to the you know the employee the everyday employee, not even the hot, the low the guy or gal that's that's you know cleaning the toilets, talking about the everyday person that comes in puts glue on a guitar is only making maybe sixty five thousand thousand dollars a year or sixty thousand dollars a year if they're making that um then there's a, there's a disconnect. Okay. The, I yeah. have a slogan.
0: I have a slogan for us to end this episode. Yeah. Save Gibson, buy Heritage.
1: Yes. That's a, that's a great idea. That's, that's funny because of Heritage, the company.
0: But, yes. yes. No, that's exactly <clears> what <throat> I'm saying. Save yes. Gibson, buy Heritage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're bi,
1: buy, B-U-Y. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks a lot. I'm Jim.
0: And I'm David. And we have been. And I'm really angry, but we have been the practical guitarists. Or the impact guitarists, as one might say. Yeah, depending how you look at it.